Welcome to the Just Listed Podcast with Real Estate by Joe. And this is Joanna Viesda. And I'm Amy Fox. And, um, you know, sometimes we just tend to meander into other topics, but we probably should talk about real estate a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's on everybody's mind right now. It's just a crazy time. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine being in your industry. So what what do we need to update right now? Um, I'd say inventory is still tight. Like we just don't, the listings just aren't out there. And in Minnesota, central Minnesota, we finally got green grass. Like yeah. I feel like we finally got rid of snow and it's May 6th, something like that. Middle, beginning of May. Um, But our inventory is still tight. Buyers are still looking. I think that the interest rate change has actually changed our market a little bit. Um, I'm not seeing as many multiple offers. I'm seeing still some multiple offers, but I'm not seeing this egregious amount of offers. I mean, there was a time where we were doing 15 offers, Mm -hmm. 16 offers, eight offers, nine offers. And I, I've really seen the interest rate is, so it was 3.25 like a month ago and now it's at two or 5.25. So it's almost up 2%. Wow. Yep. And so I'd say the consumer went from, and it really is price point specific, right? But I do think that it's changed the consumer. And so like on that three, $350,000 home, we're seeing about three offers. Now, it's also property specific because if somebody has a bang out awesome property, mm-hmm. it's still going to have a bunch of buyers. But it's definitely slowed the buyer frenzy. I'm not shocked. I'm not, you know, obviously working in the industry day to day. I just talked to a coworker, though, and he's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I bought last year because I wouldn't even be able to buy the same house now right? with the interest rate difference. Uh-huh. So I can imagine that's what the effect is, is that the buying now has slowed down. Yep. It changed their price point. So there's talk like, is the market going to crash? Is it going to bubble? Is it going to, you know, and I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I definitely think it's going to stabilize. It has to, you know, we have the increase of inflation. We also have the Fed reminding us, hey, we're going to bump this rate a couple times. We have to. We have to stabilize inflation. But really, we need to figure out the housing situation because I I do think the government needs to step step in at a local level and say, how can we make more housing for what we need in that price point. And I'd say in Alec, it's that 350 price point that we need single families. I mean, I think they're building uh, 350 townhomes all day long, Mm. but that's townhomes for the aging market. And that market needs it too. But we also need like a lot of first time homebuyer move up homes. Mm -hmm. So those people have somewhere to go. So talk to me like it's real estate for dummies and, um, what does it mean if the market crashes or if it bubbles? Um, essentially, kind of the same. Bubble means it bursts. Everybody, bu- you know, bought at the high top, and it just like basically it bubbles up. Everybody buys early now, and then it's just done. Okay. Right? And crash is essentially the same thing. It just crashes, and everybody bottoms out and doesn't buy anymore. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's just crazy to watch it happen, and you're you've got that front row seat to all of it. It's got to be a wild ride. <laughs> It is. It is. Don't get in real estate if you don't like stress. <laughs> but I, I would imagine it's usually a good stress. Like there's a lot of adrenaline, right? A lot of things to juggle. Some people really thrive off of that. I thrive off of that. Yeah. Completely. But no, I don't think it's a good stress. I think it's stress. <laughs> I think it's stress. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I was like, you do it for a reason. <laughs> right. Because I'm a junkie. <laughs> a junkie. 100%. I don't drink. I don't smoke. But I just love the stress bubble. <laughs> 
Bring it. <laughs> chaos? Okay. I like living chaos, I think. So, uh, okay. So if someone's a seller, how would that change their mentality if they're if they're listing their home? Right now, Knowing there are less buyers, maybe, because of interest rates. Does yep. that change what they should price their home at or anything like that? Um, I think it it says do a market analysis. Have your agent do a market analysis. Like I can go out and give an off of the cuff all the time. I love doing that. I love doing that. My partner, he, I drive up and I'm like, ah, it's about this. And he's like, let's look at it every time he says that. And I'm like, it's a game we play now. And I'm like, here's the deal. This is the rules. I make the rules. So you're going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I roll. I'm like, so we're going to do this. When we drive up, we're going to, you know, and and it's turned into a thing where we're driving down the road. If we're going to a property and we'll look at something else. I'm like, guess what that would be? Guess what this would be? And so you can do an off the cuff. The point is, like, I can give you an off the cuff, but you really should do a market analysis. And if your seller thinking of selling, even though the interest rate's gone up, there's still there's still enough buyers. So I don't want to say there's plenty, but there's ample buyers. There is a buyer for your home if it's priced appropriately. So my advice to sellers right now is price it appropriately. The only things that are truly sitting on the market is because they are overpriced. Speculators, you should have speculated last year because. Mm. It is not, it's not a year to speculate. The interest rate is going up. Consumer confidence is changing. I don't think it's a doom and gloom. I don't think the sky is going to fall. We don't need to run. But I do think that it's going to change the dynamic. Like it's going to tighten people's budgets up. They're going to go, okay, we want to get in because the interest rate's at 5.25 or whatever it is. I'm not a lender. So that's not, Mm -hmm. hey, like I'm not quoting it. I'm just saying what I saw yesterday. But they're going to want to get in before it goes higher because there's speculation it's going to be at mm-hmm. six by the end of the year. There's speculation it's going to be at six by July. Who knows? And you know what? Maybe it won't change again, but it's still higher than it was, right? Mm-hmm. So people still want to buy, but they're going to buy smart, right? Right. So if you're if you're priced too high, there's so many tools at the buyer's fingertips. And honestly, if they got a realtor, even if they don't have a realtor, buyers know what's sold. They know what sold down the road they know they do and so you're not fooling anybody but yourself well yeah the information's out there in today's age they they can find that out yeah so we've talked about this before though there's so many emotions people have with Mm -hmm. the price that they put on their property how hard is it to have that conversation with people and go i'm sorry i know you think this and i know you put money into this but really this is the value it is so hard it's like saying your baby's ugly. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's kid's ugly. You're right. They're all right. cute. And your house is cute and your house is worth it. And here's the deal. It's worth that to you, mm-hmm. but it's not worth that to the buyer. And the best way, if you don't want to believe your realtor, not even believe them, but let's say you want to try it. Like I'm all game for that. Like if we can ask for the moon, let's do it. But if the moon says no, after two weeks or 10 showings, then we need to change it. And mm-hmm. I don't want to beat on you to do it. Just know if you had two weeks on the market and no offers or 10 showings and no offers, you're too high. And everybody's Minnesota nice. So your <laughs> feedback that you get, I know every one of them says five and every one of them says, we liked it. Sort of interest, some of interest. Like, because that's what it says. It's just so benign. And they're like, good home. And then they always ask, is the price right? Everybody says the price is right because nobody wants to be the person that says, no, you're too high. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I mean? When at the right home, they're like, oh, man, I like it. But wow, why why are they asking that much? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's no way. They don't even tell you the price is right if they like it because yeah. they want to 
they want to position. They think they're going to get that. They're smoking crack. That's yeah. something like <laughs> And they want to position themselves. They're not going to be like, you underpriced it because there's an option that says too high, just right, or too low. Who's going to say too low? No one. No when one. they want to make an offer? Nobody. Nobody. It's like, <laughs> no. they might as well take that section off. Uh, it should say the honest section. Do you want to be honest? We were talking um, before we started recording, though, about something else, about just advocating, though. And I think this um, leads into that. If you really strongly feel that your property is worth so much, won't you say then get multiple like market analysis or like interview multiple realtors if you really think you can do better? More than likely, they're going to get probably the same answer, wouldn't you think? They should get all similar values. And if you get the one that doesn't get the value, it's like getting an estimate on your home, right? Mm-hmm. And you got the outlier guy. Yeah, you probably don't want to use that guy. You probably don't want to use that guy that knocked on your door after a storm. Yeah. No. Probably a little reason he's like there, you know, or she, you know. But yeah, get multiple. And and here's the deal is I always tell people, even though my number doesn't come in where you want it to be, that's not my job. My job is to tell you what the market says it's worth and where you want to list. They're Mm. two different things sometimes, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm on your side. Let's try it. But I'm also your coach, and if it doesn't work, if you don't have the basketball, we can't shoot hoops, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to get you the basketball, and the basketball is where is it priced right? We can't do any dunking until we get the ball. <laughs> I like the basketball analogy. <laughs> no. Well, somebody told me once, they're like, Joe, how do you do it? You're like over there making the ball, then you run up and you just dunk the ball. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. And I think I just do it by being totally honest. Like I said, it like, great. If you want to. If you want to try higher, and I have some sellers that are trying higher right now, and that's fine. And they're like, okay, why aren't we selling? I'm like, because we're priced too high. Yeah. So, it, okay, then are you going to just be patient and know that it's going to sit there until that one person who must have it is willing to pay your price? Yeah, but in a market that interest rates are rising, no. do you do that? No. I think that's like the worst advice ever. Right. And I know you're not giving that advice, but think I'm about not. that. I'm right. not. But if you're not in a position to have to sell, but you're like, oh, I will if they get to this point, I just, I don't know. But here's the deal. If that seller, I love it when sellers tell me that all the time. They're like, I don't have to sell. Here's the deal. No one does. (laughs) Right. No one does. You. It's not like you're having a baby and it's going to come out. Right. You don't have to sell. Nobody has to sell. You can stay in your home forever. Mm -hmm. But you're putting it on the market. So that means you want to sell. Right. And wanting to sell is more than having to sell. Because you have to sell in a divorce. You have to sell if in, you're moving. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. You got a job location. And even then, you don't have to sell because you can rent it out. Well, I was going to say, I mean, we were in that position. And I was like, wait, I can rent it out. So then we had a rental home for a decade. Yep. Then don't put it on the market. Yeah. Then rent it. Mm-hmm. And so it's the, the things are when it's not selling, it always talks about its price, location, or condition. Those are the three. Those are your three, those are the three golden rules. It's price, location, or condition. You can't change the location. So if you're in a terrible location, you need to assess that and it affects the price. Mm-hmm. If the condition, and it's not selling because the condition is terrible, then you need to change the you price. You can change that. If your condition is good, your location is good, and it's not selling, it's your price. Yeah. Well, and if it's not in good condition, that probably is why it's reflected in the price, <laughs> don't you think? And you could fix that, but then right. that's going to cost you money either way. So Right. You could sell it as is or you could fix it up. Right. And the other golden rule for sellers that don't want to do any repairs, that's cool. I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. Price it appropriately. And if you don't want to price it appropriately right away, that's fine. Then tear yourself down in in price reductions to get to where you need to be if it doesn't sell. Like, let's say you don't want to, you don't know exactly where the price should be if it if it, the condition is rough. 
then start where you your your realtor and you think it should be and then tear it down to the market where you get an offer because consumers buyers put a higher price point on repairs than sellers actual cost right mm-hmm. so i'll have people say let's do a uh, a credit or they want to do a what do they call like it like an allowance an allowance yeah That's i was just going to ask like is it better to kind of no. do improvements or get, to give someone an allowance it is it is not better to give an allowance. And then now somebody's going to come on and say, she's totally wrong. I give allowances all the time and it works. Well, that's great. You might be the outlier. But <laughs> in our market, when I started this 15 years ago, there was a gal, I'll never forget. She's out by the winery. She couldn't sell her house. And that was in a market that you, it took a year to sell your house. She couldn't sell it, couldn't sell it. She had been on the market like two or three years. And I went in and I said, you know, you don't have any carpet in this huge sunroom, this addition. It's a big family room, sunroom thing. And I said, have you ever priced out carpeting in it? And she kept doing this allowance online. And I was like, I just don't think allowances work. Mm -hmm. People are visual. Mm -hmm. And people are like, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that myself. I said, let's price it out and see if you can put it in, sell your house, and then pay it off. Like do it on credit or whatever. That's exactly what we did. And we sold our house right away. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I said... She goes, I was willing to drop another $20,000 and my carpet was $4,900. See? Yeah. And buyers couldn't even look past that. And that's what I, I think is good to note because I people are so visual. Like, mm-hmm. they just can't see. No. Even if you're in the middle of a reno, sometimes you're just like, oh my God, what is this going to be like? What a mess. And that's why everybody watches all those shows. Like, they're like, oh my God, oh my I can't God. believe what they started. And then it's, they're never going to get out of that. You just can't see it, even though you think, oh, they would rather pick out their own. But no, mm-mm. no, 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 no. They want to walk in and have that vibe and be like, oh, I like this. Yep. And when people are saying, well, what if I pick out something they don't like? Then don't pick out something that if you think if you think that, then go in and ask a professional for their mm-hmm. opinion. Then ask the go into the flooring store and say, hey, what's what are your three top flooring choices that are in these price points that I mm-hmm. want to be in? What are the three top picks of consumers? And then pick what you like out of the three top trendy things because ultimately you're going to pick something that is trendy. Then everybody will like it, and you still get some uniqueness. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. People can't see past that. They, right. And that excuse that, hey, they might not like what I like. Well, yeah, but they definitely don't like what you have. <laughs> right. You know? It's been a year. That's a problem. Well, even like paint colors. Paint colors are such a big one. It, yeah. It, people will say, is it worth our time to paint? Yeah. It's worth your time to paint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind how often some people paint. I mean, don't you paint a lot? No. No? I okay. paint everybody else's house. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've got neighbors, and they're changing paint colors all the time, and I'm just like, ugh. But it does, it makes a huge difference, but I'm just not willing to do it on a whim. But neutralize it. Do the, like, you, you we've talked about this before. Go in to the paint store and ask for the most popular colors, colors right now. Make them more neutral, because if your goal is to sell, it doesn't matter what you like. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you would rather have turquoise walls. Right. Because you want a beachy feel. Right. You're leaving. Yep. They might not want that. Right. Right. And so you've lived in your home. Now you need to make a product that people want to buy. Yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. Well, it is interesting to watch how everything is flipping because, I mean, it was crazy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Last time we talked. Yeah. You couldn't even keep listings 
up. So here's a funny story about that. We listed a house. It was a coming soon. We put it on the market and it was going to go live for showings on Thursday. Thursday night it came on the market live to have the first in-person showings, but it had been pre-booked for a week as a coming soon. It had 13 showings by lined up. No showings Thursday night, I don't think, but they started Friday morning. The The interest rate was 3.5 Thursday night when I went to bed. <gasps> And it had bumped up to 4.78 or something like that. 4.7 something the next morning. Oh, my God. All the showings happened. 13 showings happened. We went through our normal weekend. We got one offer on Monday, which ended up being like it didn't even come together and whatever. But that's how much the interest rate changed. Now, I think there's still a buyer out there for the that the whole property is a different thing. But yeah. Oh my god. And it gosh. was a low ball, but I was like, no, we're not gonna take that. We'll just re we'll reconvene, reassess. And they were like, let's pull it off the market. We need to reassess anyway. Some other things came up. But yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, I watched it firsthand. I was like, okay, but just know a good realtor, a interview your realtors, right? Mm-hmm. Interview your realtors. They should have a pulse on the market. And when people talk to me and they talk to me about having a pulse on the market, it is such it is so true. A good realtor will have a pulse on the market, but they're going to, they should tell you exactly what's happening, like what they see happening. Mm-hmm. And if they don't sell enough, they don't know. Right. And do they sound like they know? Are they confident? You know, you do want someone who knows the area, knows the market, because what a wild ride you're on all the time. Mm-hmm. It's changing literally in hours. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, overnight, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But Nuts. yeah. If you're looking to sell your house right now, I would say, and as always, pricing is key, right? Get your Mm -hmm. home ready for the market. But pricing is really key as we go into a market that is a little uncertain, like with what's injury going to do. Buyers are going to still want to get in because historically, 5% isn't a bad rate. No, it's not. It's just, you know, how it always is. It's like, well, it was just this. Now I got to pay this much more. So, you know, the buying power might not be that different, but... There's going to be some hesitation or maybe mm-hmm. you have to adjust the price range that you're going for now right. and, and account for that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. oh, wow. Well, if people have more questions and they want to sit down with you or get a hold of you, interview you to be oh, gosh. their listing agent, how do they find you, Joe? Um, online at realestatebyjoe.com or 203 Broadway Street, just down by Big Ole in Alexandria. We also have an office in Glenwood, a satellite office there. We can meet you there, too. And you can always call. Or find us in person, you know, online. But we're always willing to do it. Hardworking Minnesota Farm Girl. Real Estate by Joe. As always, we sell faster. Hardworking Minnesota Farm Girl. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. 
And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.